Hello, um, welcome to Cool Gems. I am Jelen, and this is where we talk about dramas. Because why wouldn't you want to talk about dramas, right? Today, I have two very special people. We have Lisa and Pim. So, would you guys like to introduce yourself? Yourselves? Sorry. Hi, I'm Lisa. Um, I've been watching K dramas for about seven years, and excited to talk about Hospital Playlist. Hi, I'm Kim, and I've been watching K-dramas for eight years now, so yeah, this would be really, really fun to talk about Hospital Playlist. Well, I am so excited because I literally just watched the last two episodes of Hospital Playlist, like, earlier today, um, and it was, it was a lot. The last episode was so long, but so much fun, but so much happened. Yeah, my mom, she didn't watch, like, like the first few parts of the drama. But then towards the end, like, the last two episodes, we stayed up until 1 a.m. just to finish it. It was insane. She got really into it, and she cried. It was crazy. That dedication for drama. Love it. It's really good. It's definitely really good. You should watch it listening <laughs> you know it's, it's really funny because i was i was trying to get my parents into into hospital playlist but they didn't like it <laughs> i don't know why i love it but they're just like i think they think it's a little bit boring because of how kind of i guess it well i mean it's a little bit slow pacing wise but it's a really nice drama to just kind of chill to and just watch you know <laughs> Yeah, like, um, the beginning episode was a little, like, confusing, but once you get into it, you get really into it. It's mm-hmm. really, um, engrossing to watch. I don't know if I pronounced that right. <laughs> Is it engrossing? Engrossing? I don't know. <laughs> engrossing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of characters, too, and there's so many things going on in each character's lives that could be a little bit hard to mm-hmm. keep up with. But if you just stick with it, it's definitely worth it. No, but that's something that I really that's something I really love about this drama, how every single character has their own kind of arc, has their own kind of story in this drama. It's not like everyone just fades into oblivion because there's just so many characters on screen. Just everyone has their own little stories. Also, like in the end when they all sing, that's just it feels so nice to see like a band like that. Yeah, and I love the music. I listen to it really often, actually. Like, <laughs> what's your favorite um song from the soundtrack? I think I would say mine is probably "Me to You, You to Me." I think. Me to you, you to me. I don't think I know the names of the. I don't think I know the titles of the songs. I don't either, but I did see where they were. A lot of the songs from the OST were nominated for some music awards this year. I'm not surprised. It's it's really good. The songs are really good. And the fact that they learned like how to play the instruments, even if it was for like only certain songs, it was still really really cool that they put so much dedication into it. Yeah. And I like the way it played into the story because it's such stressful lives to have something like that to do with your friends to just kind of relax. There's no pressure. The fact that 
she was not the best singer. They didn't care. They just wanted to hang out together and play and, you know, kind of decompress and allowed a little bit. It was, it was good to see that other side of their stressful lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was, when I was watching the drama, I was actually really jealous because it's like, you know, getting to work with your friends and then getting to see them all the time and then eating together and having this fun little activity that you can do together after work. It's just such a, it seems like such a nice experience to have. I wish I can have that in the future. But their whole life was that hospital and their job, really. That's true. That was like their whole life. Is that actually what it's like in the hospital? Like, I mean, in the drama, it's always so chaotic. They literally can't get away for like 10 minutes or something. And then they get a call, an emergency call. Someone's, you know, someone needs surgery. Someone's, I don't know, blood pressure drops or something. I don't really know the medical stuff. But is that is that what the hospital scene is like? Um, It can be, but not... So you work like 24 hours or 12 hours on and then you're gone. Like they don't call you back in unless you're on call. So, I mean, you may be work in the hospital for 12 hours or you're on call for 24 hours, but then you're off for days and days. Um, so it, it seems like in that drama, they, they made it seem like they were always at the beck and call of the hospital, but it's not like that people are just off for, you know, days at a time. And then they'll be on call um, for 24 hours because they have to have specialists or staff or surgeons in the hospital at that moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not, not to me, it made it seem like that they were just, all they did was just as soon as the hospital called them, they're out to eat, they're doing this, they're doing that. Just leave everybody and go. But I don't, at least not here. United States it's not like that Mm -hmm. that's good to know at least the doctors are not being overworked well I'm I'm sure they are being overworked especially now but it's good that they get some rest time right I mean but they can be one of my friends she was on call 24 hour shift and she finally went to bed at like one o'clock at the hospital because they have sleeping areas for on-call staff Mm-hmm. And then she got a call back at like four o'clock. So she really did pretty much work 24 hours straight. Whoa. People in the medical field have dedication. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, like, when I have to do an all-nighter because of school or something, it's just terrible. But, yeah, I mean, for people working in the hospital, it's actually, you know, saving lives and everything. So that's kudos to to you and your friends and everyone who works in a in a hospital it's crazy it can be difficult but medical professionals they have to like memorize things or am i wrong like i don't think you can just look up how to perform a surgery right before the surgery right i mean there's there's simulations and stuff and in everyone i mean you have to think that everyone's body is so different you learn you know you you learn it and you practice it is it four years of undergrad, four years of medical school, four years of uh, intern or two years of intern residency, that kind of stuff. So you, you're practicing a lot, but also um, 
know, everyone is so different. So you never know when you go into someone's body what you're going to find. That makes sense. But yeah, you know, back to the whole band thing. I thought it was hilarious that, um, what's, what's the, what's her name again? There are so many characters that I don't remember anyone's names, but, um, Uh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Huh, yes, Tonga. She, I find it hilarious that she is the character who can't sing when she is, like, a musical actress. Her voice is really <laughs> so angelic in real life. It's so good. She, she's a really good singer. And it takes a lot of work to make yourself purposefully sound bad when you're actually really good at singing. <laughs> yeah. But it's so funny, though, considering, you know, her voice in real life. She has such a nice voice, even when she's just speaking. It's just so perfect. It's unreal. Like, in as a character, she's written really well. She's not, like, um, annoying. Because sometimes in Korean dramas, they can write, like, perfect characters. But something about them is too perfect that it gets annoying. But with her, it's comfortable. She's perfect, but it's not like she's um, annoyingly perfect. Mm-hmm. She's not a Mary Sue. <laughs> Too many of those. Yeah. But I guess it helps that they don't really focus on, like, one specific character. You know what I mean? Because they are all main characters, so they each... Like, the screen time is divided between all of them, so you don't see too much of any one character... Yeah. Although I would like to see more <laughs> of all the characters. Man, I can't sit through that much. Um, the director for this, he also did the Reply 1988 series. And that was just so long, but it was so worth it. <laughs> it was, I think, 30 hours total, all in all. Wow. It's still a lot different from Hospital Playlists, though. Even though it has, like, the same dynamics, it's filmed differently, I guess. Because Reply 1988 was, like, centered between generations. So instead of, like, Hospital Playlist on, like, certain characters, Reply 1988 would show, like, only certain characters if they were related to Tokusan or um, related to parents. Mm. I'm sorry, I'm rambling. <laughs> no, no, I... I just don't know anything about, like, the Reply series. I haven't seen it. Even though everyone has oh. been talking about it. Alice, that's a really... I mean, that Reply series, it does remind me a little bit of this because each person did have a pretty comprehensive backstory. You know, each storyline was... I mean, it mainly focused on the two main characters, Bogam and... Was it Hiri? Yeah, Hiri, Hiri, whatever her name is. And... But then also, everyone else was pretty developed as well. Well, um, man, I forgot what I was going to say. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me what you think, as non-medical people, of some of the attitudes of the doctors. They had way too much dedication. That's insane. I don't know how they didn't, like, pass out. 
throughout the entire series. Yeah, so I, for me, I'm quite fortunate in that I don't go to the hospital very much. I don't need to. I think that's a very good thing. So I don't really know many doctors or are in many situations where I have to, you know, encounter medical staff. Um, But I think that if I had doctors half as dedicated as the ones in the drama, (laughs) that would be amazing. I I don't know. Are doctors actually like that (laughs) in real life? Uh, I thought that all the different, all each character had their own personality. So, like the, is it? You'll have to correct my pronunciation because I am really bad at this. <laughs> but the Jungwon, the pediatrician, mm-hmm. he was the pediatric surgeon. He was so like, I mean, obviously childlike and easygoing, but also dedicated. But then Jungwon is the cardiac surgeon, and he was so, uh, you know, matter of fact and strict. They kind of like countered him with that Dr. Chun, the kind of crooked one, who he he was very matter of fact, Mm -hmm. but he was cruel about it. Whereas Juan was definitely patient advocate and he wanted the patients to have the best outcome where the other guy was like, well, if you're not going to do what I say, then Mm. whatever, you know, he was, he was, Dr. Chun was just like, I'm the doctor. Do what I say. If you don't like it, go away. And whereas um, Junwan was more convincing the patients what was best for them. And it, he would go through and explain it to them. But he seemed a little bit more, kind of almost a little bit cold to me. Junwan? Yeah, just a little bit. You know, he was just not as, as open and warm as um, the rest of the rest of the guys or the rest of the doctors, mm-hmm. um, the friends, he seemed to be the most like matter of fact. And, and maybe that's because of the, the cardiac, you know, they, they tend to cardiac surgeons tend to be a little bit more matter of fact than um, say pediatricians or other doctors are definitely obese. But um, I just thought that oh, there's one scene where Dr. Chun's patient was refusing treatment and um he just said whatever do what you want i give up on you and walked out the door and then juan came back and said a doctor that gives up on a patient is not a doctor and i thought that was pretty a pretty good summation of his character because he could be misconstrued a little bit because he was a little bit more not quite as soft and easygoing as the rest of the guy the rest of the friends in the friend group. Mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of interesting how they brought that up because there are a lot of doctors out there. They're like, I'm right. You're wrong. If you don't like it, go away. <laughs> kind of, really, you know, and uh, I mean, they'll, they'll say, this is my, if this is my opinion. If you don't like it, you can go see someone else. And that's usually people are in the midst of a crisis and they're reacting and they don't have all the information and they just need someone to kind of sit down and explain it to them. And there's a lot of doctors that are, are very authoritarian that way that they don't want to explain it. They just know what their opinion is. And, and it just, it, I think it just showed that people need, especially was it, um, 
the intern mm-hmm. one that everyone like you will I don't know what her name is she um started off like that being you know giving medical terms and and not be, being very matter of fact it doesn't look good chances are low things won't work out kind of advice and then mm-hmm. she was slowly learning how to be more warm to her patients and have a little bit better bedside manner mm-hmm. I just thought it was really interesting how all the different characters had different personalities you know the gynecologist was shy and the, the general surgeon the liver transplant surgeon he was really goofy and outgoing and he had that mm-hmm. Darth Vader helmet on <laughs> it was just you know everyone has a has a really different personality but at the end of the day they're all amazing yeah professionals yeah yeah especially in like a lot of korean dramas if you have like a certain personality you're usually like um casted into a certain storyline but i like for this one that they all have like they're all good people and they're not all like going to go through something like awful just because of who they are because that's not how the real world is you have like a combination of personality not personalities sorry personality traits and yeah, we all pretty much go through um, pretty similar things in life, just like hospital cases. I knew what I was going with with mm-hmm. this one, but this one didn't make sense when I said it. <laughs> I think it makes sense that mm-hmm. it's a lot more realistic than just a fant- well, not a fantasy drama, but a lot of K-dramas don't really depict real life very well. <laughs> I mean, I don't think this is necessarily real life either, but still, it's a lot more relatable, I think. Yeah, like, well, I don't know how they find the time and the money to go out to eat nearly every day like that. Man, what they ate looked so good. A food in Korea is so cheap. <laughs> Just gonna say, it's so cheap. Yeah, like, I want to go there. Also, it's kind of like a slice of life drama you know like hello my 20s or miss song um those are kind of like slice of life not necessarily like a main romantic you know kind of theme but just sort of kind of a part of a, a chunk of someone's you know six months or a year of their life in a drama I, I i like those those are those are fun i'm so glad they're coming out with the season two they just left us on the cliffhanger like that. There was no need. They. <laughs> it was only 12. Do you. Th- Sorry. No, I was going to say um, do you think they rewrote the ending of season one to for a season two? I mean, I didn't read anything about that, but I was just curious to know if they rewrote the ending of season one to have a cliffhanger so they can introduce season two. Mm, probably not, I suppose, because this, the director usually has a really good plan. There's a reason it's only twelve episodes. But I, I get your uh, point that it might it might also be that I don't know. I just I feel like it was planned because it seemed to be leading like that since the beginning. Yeah, I was I was just curious about that because I know Uncanny Counter. Is rewriting okay? I shouldn't say I know that for a fact because I I think I should verify my sources. But 
I've heard that um, Uncanny Counter rewrote their ending so that they could do a season two. So I was wondering if that that was the case here. But I guess not, which is completely fine. But yeah, I need some closure to some of the things that they left off with in season one. Like the relationships. What is with the love triangle thing <laughs> with Songha and Antyong and Ikjun? Like, ooh. I was not expecting that. That's for sure. Well, it's so sad because um, I heard that An Young isn't coming back for the next season. Like, his storyline is over. He's not? Yeah. <laughs> it's so sad. No! It took me a while to be, like get to like his character in the drama because I know him from this other drama called One Spring Night. And he was so bad in that one. Like, like his acting wasn't bad. It was his character that was just made me want to take a breather and not punch my tv but he played such a he played like a decent person in this one so it was kind of like whiplash because they're only like a year apart in drama terms it was crazy i haven't seen that either is it good um oh yeah it's good i'm such a simp for junghae and no words yeah, I was gonna say it's hard because I like the character, the actors, and so I'm like, whatever they're in, it's good. <laughs> that drama was probably going to be like One Spring Night because I really like Han Ji Min and Jung Hyun. It was it's hard to explain. Maybe I'll like it better when I'm older. <laughs> this is kind of <laughs> the playlist was good. The original soundtrack was really good. I'll check it out. I think. I have a long list of dramas I want to watch that I never got around to. <laughs> There's just always new dramas. There's always new things to watch. Mm. Never enough time. Yeah, and they keep getting longer too, so it's just like more and more and more hours. I have this um, um, spreadsheet where I record all the dramas that I've ever watched and how many hours it took me, and I've watched... Wow. I've watched 898 hours of Korean dramas, and that's not counting rewatches or unfinished dramas. Wow. Wow. There's a, a website where you can input it all, and they give you a spreadsheet, and mine is embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. They give you like a pie chart of like how many hours and how many days you've spent. And I've like spent so many days, like almost a third of a year, just watching K dramas. And oh it's my like, God. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Who can blame you? They're all getting to be like nearly two hours per episode. Right? They are. And some of them, a couple that I've watched, I try to stick to like 25 or less, but, but a couple of them have been 50 episodes. 50? What? So you've, you've been watching things yeah. like Kajakum, right? My Father is Strange, I think, uh, is like 50 episodes. And then I got stuck on Glorious Temptation, which I can't not finish a K-drama. I have to watch the whole thing. And if I don't like it. So then I got stuck on that one. And then I didn't like it that much. But then, yeah, 50 episodes later, I'm still watching it. Oh. I've always thought 50 episode dramas was like a Chinese drama thing. Oh, yeah. Not a K-drama. I, I love K-dramas for their short seasons. Short run time. Short, no. Short number of episodes. <laughs> Yeah, and they still find a way to make them unbearably long. Like, 
I love that they're really long because I love having like filler content, but this is, they're getting to an insane point here. And I wonder <laughs> how long it took them to edit everything because it's crazy. Sometimes I just fill it in with flashbacks, which I'm like, I already see that. <laughs> you don't need to show me again. My mom gets like really annoyed whenever she sees a flashback. So she like starts like clicking the um, go forward 10 seconds button like, like that until she... <laughs> oh yeah finally gets to a scene that has like actual content and i'm like i die for those things i love it when they have like those like unnecessary product placements or just like unnecessary things that build <laughs> the character it makes me feel more connected to them i was really surprised i was really surprised to see that um is it juwan juwan um in one of my favorite dramas from 2004 which one i'm sorry i love you he oh. was the others the young son like the, the k-pop singer hmm. <laughs> from the first from that so long ago he's been in a lot of stuff yeah, definitely yeah it feels weird it's funny because i thought i didn't know i thought i've never seen him before when I first watched um, Hospital Playlist, but then I realized that he was in Missing Nine, and I, I, I'm pretty sure I liked that drama. I just didn't remember him for some reason, but I remember him now, so that counts. Yeah. Yeah, he's been in a lot more dramas than I realized. Yeah, he was in one of my um like first five dramas, Beating Again. <laughs> like is. He played, like, someone really, like, callous and mean, which, I guess, face-wise, he looks like that, but personality-wise, he's so different. It's really weird. He, like, cast interviews and the difference between him and his characters. I was just watching um, one of the interviews that they were, that they did, I think, for, I don't remember what it's called, but... They were, they were playing a game where they would, you know, point to the person that had this trait or that was most likely to do something, and they pointed him out as the one who is most likely to, I think, adopt dogs or something. I hope I'm getting this right, yeah. but anyways, they were just saying that he is like super kind and really nice. So it's so. It's so funny that he plays such a cold character. And he's good at it too. That's he's just he's a good actor. It's unreal how he Yeah. He was the prison guard in a prison playbook oh, really? too. Ooh. So tell me or pronounce the name of the liver transplant doctor and he has the little um, son. Ik-jun? Ik-jun. Ik-jun. So what did you think about that, like him being a single father and being always at the hospital? That seemed really hard to me. The thing is, he had more time to spend with his son. It's just that he was like spending it on other things. And the son still turned out okay for now. But it's definitely going to have some impact at some point. Yeah, so I was thinking the same thing, right? That he seems to be spending a lot of time at the hospital and you know he's barely home and his kid seems to be 
you know, always with, I guess, his cat, his nanny, his caretaker. Um, and I felt kind of, kind of bad for the kid. But at the same time, I was thinking maybe there was just, you know, more scenes or more time that he spent with his kid that's not shown in the drama because, you you know, of the constraints of the drama. There's a lot of scenes where he's just, like, at a club or in a karaoke bar or drinking with other people. Like, does this man not realize that he has a son? Like, he should have some fun time, yes, but at some point it gets excessive. He hangs out with other people much more than the other doctors. Right, right. I forgot about that. His reputation in the drama is that he's, like, a really fun-loving guy, but... Also, his other character trait is that he loves his son, and we never get to really see that other than those chance scenes that we have when they're together. He buys him a sandwich or something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It breaks my heart every time he tells his son that he has to go away and that he'll be back soon, and he's just... We don't get to see another interaction with with his son until much, much later. Yeah, they basically use the son for, like, um, free advertising on the sandwiches. But it was good advertising. <laughs> the sandwiches look really good. <laughs> it probably also has something to do with like, labor oh, laws. Because right. um, the kids in Korea have like certain time periods where they can work. So they probably had to work around that. That's why he has so little scenes. But it really gives um, his father's character like a bad light. Or maybe that was intentional. I don't know. So that's kind of why I thought that maybe we're just not being shown scenes of him with his son because it's just not possible to film those scenes. Like, I hope that in the story, he is spending a lot more time with his son than we get to see. Yeah, definitely. Because so far, that's one of the only things that makes his character pretty flawed so far. Other than that, he's also kind of mm-hmm. really nosy. <laughs> I love him, though. I-, I thought he was really funny, and he sings really well. I mean, that's not a personality trait, but <laughs> I-, I-, I thought he was. I thought he was hilarious. He's great with patience. He is, you know, really empathetic, very intelligent guy. He is like his character. Just like he's the type of person that makes you forget that things are, like, bad, either for him or for you. Mm-hmm. Like, he's very... He seems warm. Like, his character's just warm. Yeah. And he bounces back from things really quickly. Like, with the whole divorce thing, and then his sister, you know, getting into the hospital. There was that one episode where everything was just going wrong for him, and he was pretty upset about it for a while, but then he kind of got back, you know, onto his feet and just dealt with it. I like the first, the way they introduced him, because the, you know, the first time we saw him on screen, he had the Darth Vader helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> Because his son super glued it to his head. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's their way of trying to show us that he does play with his kid a lot. And that's kind of... Could be. You know, could be. When he's not at the hospital. I did not recognize that him. That would make sense. To be fair. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, like, I I thought they were, like, two different characters. I was so confused as to why they just had that random scene with this guy in a Darth Vader helmet. I did not realize <laughs> that he was, like, the main character until I read later. I was like, oh, that makes more sense. It's kind of funny that he didn't use his clout to get, you know, higher in line. But also, I think he was a little embarrassed, too. <laughs> oh, it is really embarrassing. It must be painful, too, like, for them to take it off. Either you lose Yeah, I couldn't quite figure out if he like glued it to his hair, if he glued it to his head, like how did it get stuck? And he should so. have been bald by now. He should have been bald. <laughs> would have been so much better. Yeah. Much better drama if he was just bald the entire time. <laughs> yeah. I was surprised that all of those uh neurosurgery patients, none of them were bald. Oh yeah. Like, you know. They always had their hair after they had the surgery. <laughs> Isn't there a scene where um, one of the interns like accidentally shaves the wrong person's head? <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's, they shaved the wrong spot. And yeah. They're still not completely bald. Like, what kind of hair growth thing do they use? Because <laughs> I just walk around and I'm already like partially balding. My hairline's receding. <laughs> and I don't yeah. know. The magic probably gonna get some korean hair product how did i like get such like a good formula for those things right unreal i also like that the fact that um they're pretty like open about things like in um western areas people don't really like m- men especially like they don't do like skincare and stuff because they think it's unnecessary but they also tend to not show certain emotions but in this drama they're pretty like everyone there's nothing really gendered about this drama and that's really great to see mm-hmm. i feel like they they showed more mm-hmm. emotions than yeah. the um che Songha. like definitely pretty much everyone showed more emotions than her mm-hmm. and that was just because of their character mm-hmm. not because of their gender and that was great to see mm-hmm. yeah I think she held it all in and then she would go off into the woods and just kind of let go. But she had a lot on her mind and she had that breast cancer scare and the neck pain and. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she still managed to be like everyone's like rock. Like you saw everyone like going, like they all care about her and they all know that she supports them. And she's also really like, good with advice too almost like weigh a lot on her to be the person that everyone goes to yeah she even had like this counseling thing (laughs) where everyone just went to her for advice i remember that scene it's in the last two episodes or something (laughs) just people just coming into a room asking for advice for like dating life advice Mm mm-hmm Kind of like a whole line of people waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Only she can just give out advice that freely. That's not even, it's not even her um, like specific line of like medical. Thing. Like she's a neurosurgeon. Yeah. But does she also qualify as a therapist? Is that how things work? <laughs> <laughs> Only certain people can be therapists. Yeah. She just is good at it, I guess. She has good judgment. Like you said, she's a pretty perfect character. No flaws whatsoever. Just, just 
holds everything together. Except for singing talent. Yeah. <laughs> I had to give her some. Which is not yeah. real. <laughs> Just a fake one. Because she can sing in real life. The fact that it still sounded yeah. good when they all sang together, even when she was singing in her fake bad voice, uh, it's just epic on another level. How could they make something sound good if someone's bad at singing? Being in a lot of choirs, if someone is bad at singing, it usually stands out. But with her, it stands out, but it still sounded good. Like, it was just that it was a little off. It brought character to the song. Soundtrack. She's just that good. <laughs> so... We were talking a little bit earlier about season two, and I wanted to ask you guys uh, if you have anything you want to see in season two. Just what do you think we'll see, or what do you hope we'll see? Because it's coming out this year, right? Yeah. It's 2021. I don't know how they're doing all the filming stuff with COVID still a thing. I mean, the scenes in the in the hospital playlist... They have so many people on set, so yeah. I really hope that they are keeping safe. But, yeah, but anyway, season two. Anything you guys are hoping to see? Definitely more from the OBGYN. That's all I want. This character wasn't, like, developed enough. We needed more. <laughs> we need more from him. They kind of made him into like a mama's boy, you know, like yeah. almost like as a fault. Mm-hmm. He's just really like reserved, kept to himself. But we we need to see like we know that he's divorced, right? Text mm-hmm. about how that affect him. I want all the relationships to come together, all the couples to be coupled off because it so- sort of ended that way. Like everyone sort of had their someone, if it was rocky or not, but. I kind of want it all to come together. Yeah, like a big puzzle. <laughs> yeah. But what about the love triangle, though? Although you did say that um, Cheong won't be here next season. I think that, that was the end for him. The letter was just closure. That, that hurt on like, a different level, but like, yeah, it was just his time, I guess. <laughs> so, Ikjun and Songwa? Yeah, that was weird. I did not, I did not see it coming. That was weird for me. <laughs> Usually I can predict, but I feel like my skills have failed me this time. I started to see hints of it when, you know, she came to take care of uh, Uju when Uju was sick. But mm, I didn't see it coming before that. Yeah. Yeah, it was really unexpected. For me, I think, yeah, I for me, I think I want to see, you know, all the relationships get sorted out like... What was what was that with the um package getting returned to um to Nguyen? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is the ring. It's gonna be an epic season, I swear. We really might have to do another episode because of the season. <laughs> yeah, I hope we I hope we get to do that. I think there's so much more to say about hospital playlists. It's such a great drama definitely is oh that'd be fun there is a lot going on and then you know a relationship we haven't talked about and i i can't quite figure out the if they are the um rosa oh mm-hmm. her the mom of the pediatrician and that other uh hospital executive or foundation oh, executive oh yeah 
Are they just friends or are they more than friends? I could never figure out if they were cousins or <laughs> what. I could never figure out what their relationship was, but they were, they knew each other from childhood. Mm-hmm. They were really fun to watch. That's another one I'd like to see. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. everyone, everyone get their kind of settle in and get some happiness. Yeah. We need a happy ending for all of them. I love yeah. these characters. They're just so well developed. It's great. We get to see why they're friends too. It's really interesting to see. I think going through something so intense and it kind of started off that way with the with the the way they met is something so intense as medical school really brings you closer together and and it's good to have those people to rely on and be able to have complete you know, openness and not feel like you're being judged because it is super stressful and competitive Mm -hmm. in, you know, once you become, you know, even just trying to become a doctor, then, you know, once you become one, you know, the competition and the finances and like we've seen with some of the other characters that weren't quite so dedicated, um, they tend to I guess, you know, take the temptation of bribes or whatnot. And it's so it's good to have that mm-hmm. group of people you can depend on to keep you, you know, uh, sane and keep mm-hmm. you motivated and ethical, ethically honest and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. Before we go, do you want to say where people can find you if you want to, you know, share your social media or anything? That's okay. I'm already clouded. I'm kidding. I'm not clouded. I just <laughs> I'm already. It's good. I'm good. I don't really have any social media that talks about K dramas, but um, yeah, I don't have okay. any. Sorry. Okay. Um. Then thanks so much for being here and talking to me about talking to yeah talking with me about hospital playlist. Um. Had a really good time. Yeah. Same here. It's great meeting you. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Cool Gems. I know, it's been a while, hasn't it? I did say I was coming back in February. (laughs) This is one of the special episodes that I was planning to release between um, December and February. It's kind of late. I am so sorry. But if you're still listening to this, I am so grateful Thanks for joining us around the table today um, to discuss Hospital Playlist. What were your favorite moments in Hospital Playlist? Do you have a favorite character? I do still want to talk about dramas with you, so let me know at Cool Gems Pod on Twitter or Instagram. And head to my Twitter if you want updates on this show. 2019 dramas, anyone? That shall be a thing soon. Yes, I will do my best. (laughs) Alright, I'll see you soon.